Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. It's great to have you again today. We're continuing our discussion from the UCAT about salvation and grace. So let's start today's show by uh, answering question 338 of the UCAT. What is grace? Sure. Grace is that help that God gives us so, uh, so to perfect us and to perfect all the aspects of the human person, human intelligence, human freedom. Because, you know, we're a work in progress. Uh, we're, we're making ourselves who we are. And we're doing that through the use of our intelligence and our free will. And so grace aids us so that in our making of ourselves through our intelligence and free will, we become more godlike, more fit for the life of heaven, more like Jesus. And that's, that's what grace is meant to do. It's, it's a free will help aid that uh, God gives us. So if the Holy Spirit is indwelling within us, and we have received the gifts of the Holy Spirit, one of those gifts is wisdom. Absolutely. The gift of wisdom is the highest of the gifts. And we talk about uh, wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, piety, fortitude, fear of the Lord, the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. And these, these gifts of the Holy Spirit, St. Augustine taught and Aquinas followed up, was that they perfect the virtues. That is, they are special help that uh, the indwelling of the Blessed Trinity, what they are are their dispositions. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are dispositions within us that allow the indwelling Blessed Trinity to move us directly and towards good action. And in doing that good action, it builds up the virtues so that the whole human person is transformed from within. You know, it's one thing to transform something from without, but it's a totally different thing to transform something from within. And that's what grace does. It transforms us from within. Um, And that's what the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit do. That's what the virtues do. They transform us from within. Um, And we need that interior transformation um, because uh, the everything we do that's good has to be done by our choice, freely and completely, completely freely, without any hesitation. So couldn't it be uh, an attitude of living our lives according to the Ten Commandments and holy love? And by doing that, we'll have that gift of prudence and have the ability to know good from evil and to live and act justly exactly to know the virtue of prudence not only allows us to know what is good and right to do but it gives us the interior strength it moves us it inclines us to do it to do what is right and good grace 
changes us from within. It moves us from within. And only grace can move the human will without doing violence to it. In other words, grace is able to move human freedom freely. This was part of Aquinas' answer to the question of um, grace and free will. If, if grace is what's moving us to heaven, where does human free will come in? Uh, and uh, so Aquinas' answer was that grace moves the human will without doing violence to it, such that the human will, we act perfectly freely of our own accord, and yet God is moving us. So we're, we're in harmony with God's will when Har we do that. Harmony with God's will, God's wisdom. And could that also, this interior moving, could that be another way of describing conversion, where we're constantly in a state of perfection and conversion as we're becoming uh, less sinful and less human, so to speak, and moving towards holiness and moving towards uh, being uh, more like Christ? Exactly, and that's where the notion of holiness comes in. The notion of holiness means to be more like Jesus. The notion of holiness means to be more godlike. You know, so the notion of holiness is that we are transformed from within. That is, not just holiness is not about doing what is right against our will. <laughs> holiness is about wanting your will is so transformed, so changed that you want to do it. Holiness is about if I can give an example. Say, take premarital sex. Holiness is about not simply not engaging in it because you, you know it's wrong, but not even wanting to do it because you, you are so transformed, your, your intelligence and your freedom is so transformed that you find doing something so intrinsically stupid, you find that repugnant. Something so contrary to wisdom and human intelligence that you find it repugnant and that's you know that's why grace grace changes our thinking grace changes our willing it gives us and in that way it gives us a whole new outlook a whole new view so that rather than rather than a myopic view of the world grace broadens our horizons to see to see things the way god sees it to understand things the way god understands it to, to understand the human person, to understand ourselves, to understand the nature of human society. This is one of the reasons I love being a practicing Catholic and going to daily Mass. Because I believe by going to daily Mass, hearing the preached Word of God, uniting myself with Christ's once and for all sacrifice, and then ultimately receiving the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus in the Holy Eucharist, I believe that those graces that I willingly receive, I want to receive them because I want to become more Christ-like. I want to be, become more unselfish. I want to become more humble and patient. I want to become more loving. So as you're saying now, for me, I, I never got hit by the lightning bolt where I just changed right away. For me, it's been a gradual progression. But as you as you make the point it's of my own free will i want to become a better person i want to become a better christian i want to become a better husband and a father and a friend so by 
doing the best that I can, cooperating with God's grace, and willingly getting out of bed. I, I would much rather sleep in the morning. I love to sleep until 9 or 10 o'clock, but Mass is at 8 o'clock and rosaries at 7.30. So I do it because I know it's in my own best interest to get up early and say the rosary before the Blessed Sacrament and then to go to Mass. And it's not just for me, but it's for my wife, my children, the people that I care about. So I have seen myself get better, which is the good news. The bad news is I'm still a sinner in need of God's grace, and I still see a lot of room for improvement. Well, I, I think you have a very good instinct, Tim. The sacraments are so important. It's so important because they are the sources of grace. They are our contact with the humanity of Christ. The grace, the, the, there is no substitute for the sacraments. They are the sources of grace. And, it, and it's there that Jesus transforms us. You know, some people say, well, it's boring going to Mass. Well, you know, in a sense, it's supposed to be boring because the Eucharist and the sacraments, they're not about our work. They're about the work of Jesus Christ on us. When you go to Mass, you're bit, for the most part, you're sitting there. Why? Because Jesus is doing the work, not you, Jesus. This is not, the, the grace of the sacraments is not our work, it's the work of Jesus to which we assent by going there. And we need that grace. We need grace. Why? Because sin enslaves, grace frees, and only grace can make us free, and sin can only enslave because it makes us, it takes us away from the good of the human person, the good of human society. It makes us less holy. You know, when we say holiness, we mean being like Jesus. And that's what Jesus meant when he said, look, no one comes to the Father except through me. In other words, what he's saying is, no one enjoys heaven unless they're like me. And Great point. That's what the grace of the sacraments is meant to make us to do. It's meant to be our contact with the working, the work of the humanity of Christ, making us more like him. You know, when you talk about sin, again, I, I can only reflect on my, my life. And there was a time in my life when all I cared about was me. Feeling good, doing what I wanted, doing what was pleasing to me. And for years I lived in a state of mortal sin because of that. And by the grace of God, I realized that I was not only offending God, but I was jeopardizing my own salvation. And by, be, by that grace that God gave me to realize that, now I realize my life is all about serving others, but more importantly, loving and serving God every single day. Lord, how can I please you? What can I do to serve you and to love you? So again, that's where this grace from all those masses I went to at Sacred Heart of Jesus grade school in first, second, third, and fourth, and all the way through eighth grade, and four years at Hoban. All those graces, as I became an adult and, and led a life of sin for quite a number of years, those graces came back to actually wake me up, turn me from myself, and to turn to God and to realize this is what I need to do, focus on pleasing God. That's why it's so important to take young people to Mass. Children need to be taken to Mass. Families meet, need to make an effort to take their kids. Parents need to take, make an effort to take their kids to Mass because it's so important. And grace works very subtly, almost imperceptibly, over a, could be a long period of time. 
but it works effectively and it does work and it and we need that grace working our lives from very early on that's a great point father we don't realize how powerful the love and the grace and the mercy of god is and in turn we don't realize how powerful our prayers are when we pray to the heavenly father to jesus or for our loved ones we have no idea how powerful our prayers are and I, I think that you know this whole show is about encouraging people to read the UCAT, to read the Catechism of the Catholic Church, to because yes, it's important to go to Mass, it's important to receive the sacraments, but even and as powerful as they are, that's not enough. We need to come to a greater understanding and knowledge of our faith, because that's it's through an understanding and knowledge of our faith that we come to a greater understanding and knowledge of Jesus Christ who is the one unique Savior of the world, who is the, the gate to heaven. It's the only way to heaven. And I would say that an encounter with the living God, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, is what turns it around. Can we have a blessing before we go today, please, sure. Father? Heavenly Father, we thank you for our lives and everything you have given us. We thank you for your mercy and your generosity. Send your Holy Spirit upon us to help us grow in wisdom and love of you and love of our neighbor so that we may enjoy eternal life with you forever in heaven. Amen. Amen. Don't forget about the Living Bread Radio app for your Apple or Android device. It's available for free at the iTunes Store and Google Play. Just look for Living Bread Radio. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry. God bless you. This has been Faith with Father a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.